make sure that it's actually real. Talk like a pirate day? That's what I thought when I saw that. Talk like a pirate day if you do it properly. What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is episode number 316. This particular episode is brought to you by ServerPress, makers of desktop server. Feel free to go take a look at their website over at serverpress.com. Da-da. Let's go around the room real quick. Get everyone introduced. What the heck? John Brown. Hey, how's it going, John Brown? Hey, how's it going? I'm back on this by yourself. Uh, I am John Brown. I'm back in California for a little bit. I'm a full-time nomad who runs a WordPress-focused agency called Mindseeds. We build and sell WordPress themes, custom sites, plugins, all that stuff. Uh, that's it. Bridget Willard. Oh my gosh. It's not even Thursday. It's Friday. I know. I just wanted to shake it up. Uh, Bridget Willard. I specialize in doing marketing and social media consulting for WordPress products and services. You can find out more at BridgetWillard.com. Awesome. Say, Reed, how about you? Arr, mateys. Um, my name is Say Reed, and I make WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress at Say Reed Media on all the things. <laughs> wow. Oh, musical today, say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Wait, that's the wrong thing. Never mind. How about you, Steve? Oh, I am Steve Zingan. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive. I run the OC WordPress meetup. Awesome. Good to have you on. How about you, Jonathan? Hey, Jonathan Wold. Um, based in North Idaho. I'm not exactly sure what I'm doing, but I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So it's good to be here. Hey, man. As long as you get the bills paid, it doesn't matter what you do, right? <laughs> I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog. I totally need to qualify that. My apologies. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's, it's as long as you're working and doing stuff, it's cool. I mean, it might be less drama for me to sell Coke instead of <laughs> WordPress products. So I'm sure you guys all want to talk about <laughs> Coke and Pepsi, right? <laughs> Cocaine. It's right there. Me controversial. Jason, I'm sure you want to talk about Carol Olinger being Because I don't think that WordPress this week needs more Coke. It needs a little bit of heroin. <laughs> like, uh, you start, smoke a little pot. Whatever a, WordPress needs to right? chill out. Stop, drop, yeah, to, and roll. Everybody today, needs to yeah, This week has been a very trying week in WordPress. There's there's a ton of stuff that's been going on in it. And you know, during the pre-show, I was thinking, I was like, you know, we we're not we're not one of those timely podcasts. We're not like, oh, let's talk about the news. Let's talk about all the things that were going on. But when you have so much news, you kind of have to, or you just kind of look like be a dereliction of duty if we did not discuss what was going down in the community this week. We definitely don't want to be an echo. I'm out of the loop. I'm out of the loop, so fill me in. We would need four hours to cover all of it. Like, let's, yeah. let's give a briefer uh, for those of us, not me, who have been offline. <laughs> me. me. Bridget, you want to be a reporter? Sure. So this week we had some issues with um, Make WordPress and WordPress organization, the community. Carol Olinger wrote a blog post that was uh, pretty honest, and I've had that conversation with her in person. And I've experienced much of what she said. She is um, no longer going to be with Plesk for health reasons, but also discussed why she's no longer going to be working with um, WordCamp Europe. She's one of many women who have, or in the recent exodus from Make WordPress. Also, Jetpack. Um, one. You know, I don't know what oh, changed today, one, one but Jetpack time. allows search to... Um, 
feature their plugins and their features if you have that installed, which is unfair at the very least, uh, probably a, a conflict of interest. Some people are pretty upset about that. And number three, Pip Dig, a theme developer, allowed uh, kill switch and some DDoS attacks. Right. And that's just this week. That doesn't count all the stuff last week, like the week where, before. With where do we want to social warfare? Well, I do want to say. Talk about that one already. Where, where do we want to start? I do want to say that Jetpack released a uh, a mea culpa, as it were, um, to adjust. I haven't looked at the the new dashboard results screen, but according to their uh, most recent blog post and their most recent update, they have heard the community and uh, have modified those results to only, instead of uh, showing things that Jetpack, that you would have to upgrade to your version of Jetpack for in order to get, it will only show those things if that is something that is included in the level of Jetpack that you have. So it's less of an advertisement, more of a surfacing. And they have modified the design so that it does not look like a typical uh, uh, search, result. search result in the plugins repository. So, which I, makes I, it look more like an ad. Well, I mean, ads in the dashboard is like a whole other thing that like Jason's been on a thing about for like a while, and rightfully so. But I do want to just say I think it's really important to acknowledge that one, this stuff can move really quickly, and we do have to acknowledge when, in the rare instances in which feedback from the community does result in right. a, a change of some sort, because I think those need to be applauded. Otherwise they're not even going to happen. So, so even the small steps are, should be like, okay, that's a step, yeah. you know, any other plugin would never be allowed to do this, but when automatic does something and then it's like, oops, I'm really sorry. Uh-huh. And then scales back a little bit, then we have to applaud that. Well, the I thing is, right. Really fair though. So they, let me respond to what Bridget said, that Jetpack got allowed to do this. Because I think that there's there's a couple of important pieces of context here. And it's, it's fair to say, so let me back up. So Jetpack actually approached the plugin review team and said, hey, can we do this? Does this violate guidelines? Can we do it? And the plugin review team that approves all the plugins that go into the repo said, yes, it's okay, do this. And I actually understand, while I, I completely object to it happening, I understand some of the intent behind it, which was, it is helpful to users to know a plugin you already have installed does what you're searching for. Yes. The, the implementation, however, which is what Jetpack just rolled back, which I think is, is commendable to Jetpack, was that it looked like Jetpack was the first search result because it looked like a search result card when you search for it, um, for whatever you search for. And with a plugin like Jetpack in particular, like that bundles 50 features, like they end up being the first looking result for 50 features. And I think that is a disservice to all the other plugins and a disservice to the search engine that's saying we're going to surface results in a manner that we think is egalitarian towards all plugins. Um, There's been a lengthy discussion. So um, probably the best part of the discussion was that Joost de Valk opened up a track ticket and proposed some alternatives, trying to take a step forward and saying, let's build this into core in a better way. And that is several mockups which show already installed plugins showing above and outside of the search results. Right. And I, I think that's a better scenario than what Jetpack did, which was what looks like the first search results card. 
But on the other hand, I still object to surfacing these at the top of the search results when they're not really necessarily relevant. Like the use cases that come up with R, but it doesn't scale to the entire plugin ecosystem well. If, if it and ends so, up being that people, for example, mark their plugin to come up for a certain search term, that's going to end up being like the theme repo where it's like you click, you know, left sidebar or whatever the hell, and like everything in there comes up and it's a completely useless uh, marker. And if you don't do that, for example, if the, those results, those surfacing results, as opposed to like search results are being done by, for example, the plugins team, that's putting a huge burden onto them to do that. So the question then is, how are those surfaced results going to be different? Like, how are those going to be decided upon? Is that just a new search algorithm kind of deal where it's like searching your own stuff and who decides what ranks for that? So it does lend it, it does open up even more problems. The thing is, we should have been having this discussion prior probably to that being launched, but the thing is true. It's like, you know, there's that old adage, like, you know, better to ask for forgiveness than permission, which is obviously wrong with WordPress. Obviously a play here. So <laughs> there was, publishing and ask for forgiveness later is kind of our main models that we're going there, on. There was a discussion relative to this when the plugin review guidelines got revised about I'm bad with timelines a year or two ago. I think it was September. And Mika spearheaded that and there was a lot of feedback and a lot of people wanted strict guidelines that said no to advertising. And it was loosened up with the idea that the plugin review team, Mika and Sam, would be the arbiters of that. And for me, it's really not like, I immediately said, I hate what Jetpack's doing. But then on the same token, Jetpack asked permission to do this and got it. Okay. Like, the review team and the guidelines should have prevented that and they didn't. Okay. And yeah, you can say like Jetpack shouldn't have even asked in the first place. But I think that there was intent there to make a better user experience of making sure people are aware that plugins they already have installed do a certain thing. I, I get the intent there. I don't like the implementation. I think Yoast DeVolk's implementation is better. I think that my suggestion on that same track ticket, 46763, is even better where you just highlight the card in the place it shows up in the search results. If the if the search result is for XML sitemaps and your plugin shows up third, it should still show up third. It shouldn't pop to the right. top just because it's already installed, but it should have a, a stylized card that says the third result is already installed. And but also, this isn't the first time Jetpack's gone in trouble. I no, mean, not the first time, for sure. When they were the only one that would allow you to buy in within their plugin premium themes. Mm. So Jetpack well, does stuff. They may ask, but I know for me and the experiences I had while I was on the Make WordPress marketing team, there's a lot of things that happen that there's other things that are happening and people who have financial investment and in those plugins are really the ones who say what actually happens. I mean, I think that if we are able to separate, you know, I think a lot of the time Jetpack gets a, a has a bad rep because people are like, oh, it's automatic. And therefore it's like, you, you know, there's this kind of like 
aversion to that because of it's everyone's kind of always expecting automatic to come take over everything and i think everyone's like hyper hypersensitive to that which you know, i don't necessarily think is right because i think it should it, it should definitely be more of a collaborative um experience like because i know that's how automatic views its contribution to wordpress as collaborative but that is not how it's necessarily viewed from the community knowing that jetpack should probably take extra steps to avoid that as opposed to you know asking you know what is essentially two people for permission <laughs> right because pr right. and marketing which which automatic is terrible at and they've continued oh. to be terrible at we're, we're just making the assumption, though, that, that, that it, it, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that this is exactly what we're saying. We're making the assumption that there was some malicious intent here, right? And well, so, I think there isn't. I, I want to. Yeah, I'm I not saying there isn't. There may. I don't. May or may it may or may not have been right. It, 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 it could just be that the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing, right? What Honestly, happens in large organizations. I, it could be that. I think it's. I'm not saying that. it's not. I honestly do, and I think that there is a. I don't necessarily think that obliviousness should be an excuse, um, but I do think it's part of the problem because people are in their silos and they're doing their thing and everyone's not checking what everyone else is doing. And that's the case for a lot of plugins and a lot of people, like a lot of players in the WordPress ecosystem are not like paying attention or actively being, you know, you know, stewards of the entire community. So I don't just single jetpack out for that. They just know know who to ask and they have the pathway to ask those people. So a a regular plugin developer wouldn't be like, hey, plugin team, can we do this? Yes, and have that like kind of slightly back channel conversation, you know, versus, you know, a normal regular plugin developer. So there is that. But I don't think that it's, malicious in my opinion okay so unethical and i think that (laughs) the thing is is one of the things that comes back to here is that the plugin review team approves these things and allows these things in the .org repo which to me is representation of an extension of wordpress right so when we let plugins and it doesn't matter whether it's woocommerce which does it a ton or jetpack which does it a ton like woocommerce advertising their extensions as admin notifications Jetpack advertising backups as as admin notifications, Mo- Monster Insights advertising their premium stuff as admin notifications. All of this, literally stuff, everybody, the dashboard, a horrible experience, and that makes people not just hate the single plugin because most users don't differentiate. They're like, right. I installed this WordPress thing. WordPress sucks because there's 700 admin notices advertising 12 different things. I'm sick of the noise. I'm sick of all of this. Like more and more. That's what I hear from average users is WordPress is frustrating. There's too many notifications. There's too many updates. It's always asking me to do stuff like click here and click here and at, uh, accept this and dismiss this. Mm-hmm. Like the plugin review team and the repository, both for theme review and plugin review, although it, here it's clearly plugin review, like ought to have stricter guidelines and not allow plugins that are distributed through .org to provide such a bad experience. And I think hijacking search results is like the final line in a long line of things that shouldn't be allowed. I think I was just gonna say, it's why representation really matters. And in WordPress, we talk a lot about diversity. What we don't talk about is diversity of thought. The emphasis in the word that we talk. Yeah, the plug and review team is too small. 
Um, what did you say we don't talk about? Diversity, diversity. of thought. Oh. And so what you have is like this echo chamber, the bro code, people, whatever you want to say, all these podcasts with 30 to 45-year-old white males sitting around agreeing with each other and the, and the um, confirmation bias. I'm telling you what my friends are saying, okay? As you should. I, I, As you should. I know that it's not true because Jason has this podcast. I'm on the other one with him. And we're 50-50 and I'm 46. So I'm not in the bro code, okay? I'm but, a six. but my point is that when you have people volunteer and they go to make a difference because they know that spending their time in make WordPress is something that they could do in order to change things. And then they are maliciously or discouraged from offering their opinions or, or railroaded or roadblocked every time they try to make a change. Then you have what we what we've seen this exodus of people who get treated as if they are these terrible. Um, I I'm really not happy with the adjectives I've heard people discuss with when it comes to Rian Ripville, Carol Olinger, Heather Burns, like they're hysterical, like whatever I, my, my change, I think I did a better well, job actually, of like complaining. Did they actually say that? I've heard people say that to me in person, like, oh, well, they're just too much or whatever. Like, I woke up one day and I got an email that said Yost was in charge of the marketing team I thought I'd been leading for almost three years. That was super awesome, right? So then I'm like, what the F, okay? So there's you can like this, this show. It's okay. I mean, I don't know, like, if it's not FCC <laughs> or whatever, but seriously, okay. like, <laughs> like, you spend a lot of money on time and energy fighting and fighting and fighting for something that you think should be right, building something and everything. And then you get to a certain point where it's just like, you're hitting ahead. You're hitting, you know, and I've talked to these ladies personally. I know them and I know what it's like to be doing something. And then the only one who ultimately approves everything is Matt Mullenweg. So whatever you think about that, that's the reality. So if these women aren't, aren't going forward in their volunteerism, there is a huge top-down culture issue in Make WordPress. Totally get it. But I want to talk about your personal situation for a second. Let's dig into what, what you just said. You woke up one morning, you got, a, you got an email, right? Yeah. Um, looking at that objectively for just a second, I'm not saying that this is the case. Do you think that that was done personally toward you as an attack? Do you think that was malicious? Or do you think it was, was an oversight? And I'm asking you honestly. I know I might Do be I asking you. Do I think the person, CEO of a million I'm just asking. Dollar, I think that we like to say it's not malicious. I think that I know that Yost knew that email was coming. I mean, that blog post, you know, you get the email notifications from the update. Let me ask, let me ask it a different way. Is there a problem between you and Matt where he talked No. Specifically? Then, okay. Then that's there why was no, um, there was no, I, my handler was Josepha and Yost and Josepha both knew for a week and nobody bothered to tell me okay. or my team. Instead, we read about it on the internet. Right. So it was handled like shit, right? It, it was handled. Oh, really- totally. And also but, but, take what, something a woman built really well and it just handed over to a man to lead. I'm not how, discounting. How, I'm not but, discounting any of that. I'm, I, I agree. Whether or not I was going to stay is not the issue because I built it to leave because I knew I'd have a cystrectomy. But the point is that that's 
what it looks like from a marketing standpoint. And we're talking about the marketing team. Totally. Right? I, I get it. I understand the optics. I understand. I understand how it felt. I get <laughs> the first time. All of that. Everything you're explaining is is valid. It's correct. It, you know, I'm not discounting any of it. I'm just trying to just trying to explore whether this is malicious intent throughout, because that's sort of the the running theme of what I'm hearing here is is there's a lot of things happening, and I'm not sure if it's if it's got specific targets, if it's malicious, or if it's just dumb oversight or lack of oversight. I think it's right? uh, asking for forgiveness instead of permission, which, um, you know, from, from a standpoint of running an organization that powers 33% of the internet at best is incompetence at best. And, and okay. And that's, and that's what I'm getting at. Again, I'm not defending that. I'm not defending any of the decisions that were made. I think these are all shitty, right? <laughs> Everything that happened is shitty, right? And, so, and, and you're right. The optics of all this is, is crap. Right? I think what Steve's saying is there's a difference between things that happen that are shitty and things that are malicious. That's right. Right. Well, so and, like, and I, think case, that, I, I want to I, say for a second, in Carol's case, and you know, I have not read anything about this other than, you know, her blog post, which I take at its face value to be an accurate assessment. She seems like she's not coming from a place of malice, just telling what her experience was. She was actually asked to lead a team specifically based on the work that she had done for the previous two years, and then didn't find out until after the organizing team had been announced she had been rejected from a position that she had been specifically asked to take on. So that, that, that's not Matt's fault, right? That's not, Matt had nothing to do with that likely. I mean, I don't know, but I'm assuming, right? The problem here is a disconnect of the communication across the board. I think blaming this on Matt is, is, is just using him as a scapegoat. And I don't think that that is actually any way to, to solve the problem because the real problem is, and I, I made a comment like this on Twitter this week is that, you know, uh, Morton uh, was saying at more 10, you tweeted, uh, was saying that, you know, the, the problem is there's a lack of this clear path forward. Right. But the devs for every conversation I have with the devs, every conversation I have with the core team, what, everything that Matt says, everything that they're pushing there. They do have a vision. The problem is, is that the community is not part of that decision. And so when things get handed down, they feel like they're edicts, as opposed to a decision that the community, who has so much at stake, has participated in this. Incidentally, that specific stuff is why Morton and Rachel Cherry have started the WordPress Governance Project, which literally every single person who works in WordPress and is concerned about this should be a part of, because all that it's doing right now is documenting the situation and what's happening and trying to understand it. And until we have this mapped out, it's only going to be, well, these little snippets on Twitter, these little pylons, until you, until it's like what we were talking about earlier on the, on the pre-show, right? If you don't map out, take, take your daily temperature and present your daily list of symptoms to your doctor, they're going to be like, you're full of crap. We don't know what you have. You're, you're full of it, right? If we are able to document this process and be like, look, this is a pattern. This is not just a one-time instance or a personality issue with two people or one leader or lead of a group. This is a community-wide ecosystem-wide issue 
and it's not just top down it's fused mm-hmm. throughout the thing and that is i think more dangerous because there isn't a quick fix there isn't a like well this person is the problem if you get rid of this person you get rid of the problem getting rid of one person you know putting you know matt even removing himself and putting josepha in as executive director that's not solving the problem that doesn't change the culture and thinking that one person is the problem and therefore one person can be the solution is the problem so we're seeing, we're seeing results. Than... So the results that we're seeing now of um, different decisions that are being made for things showing up in the dashboard, stuff showing up as notifications, stuff showing up as uh, top search results for you know for um, plugins. Is it because of the the lack of the oversight, the lack of the the governance part of it? Is it is it that so. the policing thing so. isn't the right the the you know, we're not doing the right way of going about police self-policing our, you know, the, the types I, of things. We're I doing. think that there are a lot of people out there, Carol, Ryan, others who are super passionate about WordPress. I'm super passionate about WordPress and I get frustrated when people don't listen to me and I appreciate them feeling frustrated that people didn't listen to them. Um, I appreciate they did good work. I didn't see most of it. I'm not going to weigh in on it because it's not the part of WordPress I pay a lot of attention to. But at the end of the day, the WordPress community and the governance of the community needs to figure out how to tap into this passionate community, the passionate community members more to encourage them, promote them and support them. Because I think that it's easy in the open source world to be very vocal and to be at the same time feel like you're not heard because it is open source, right? Everybody has a say, but that doesn't mean that everybody gets listened to. So, um, there's a disconnect there. And I think that that comes back to the government governance side of it more than anything. It sounds like there's also a misalignment of values, right? And so um, I just, just did a quick Google search for the WordPress value system and found a section called etiquette. I've never even looked at this before. I'm going to read you this section, right? So under etiquette, it says the WordPress open source community cares about diversity. We strive to maintain a welcoming environment where everyone can feel included by keeping communication free of discrimination, uh, incitement of violence, promotion of hate, and unwelcoming behavior. Um, we're not living up to that. That's right. That's and it, true. And so, as a community, and, we're not living up to our own stated values. And and that's so we either so as a community, we either need to to revisit this, right? So either either start living up to this or change that language. We but value unwelcoming behavior. <laughs> Look, a value system isn't right or wrong, right? The value system doesn't, doesn't, doesn't say good or bad or right or wrong. It's just the things that we value. And this is written into the values on their website and, and, and the team's not practicing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this is what we purport to be. This is what everyone who starts in is like, yeah, you can contribute. You can do this. And then if you get too thin, this ceases to be true. And right. this, this is that disconnect specifically. And, that, and that's why this feel. I think that's why this feels so. Uh, this feels malicious or or um, unethical or you pick a word. It feels like an attack because these values are are just these are just words on a, on a web page. They don't mean anything because they're not being practiced. And, and so I think a- I think who, whoever it is on the team that's in charge of this page or these values, or, where, or wherever these come from, needs to revisit this. I just want to 
say one quick thing about the the plugin guidelines and this the fact that they're guidelines is part of the problem these are just like guidelines of like these are suggested ideas and what ends up happening is literally and i adore uh mika i, I think she's an amazing human mm-hmm. being and i also think that Otto is just really smart and does a ton of great work right like and works really hard and i do not begrudge them their roles in the slightest but having two people interpret the guidelines for the entire freaking world of like 34 percent of the internet is insane it's insane to expect them to do that and it's insane to expect two people to be able to enforce and interpret all of those guidelines it's it's too much for them like it's just too much it's it's not inclusive by virtue of the fact that it's two people so these should not necessarily be guidelines right maybe we should have some actual rules that are like hey this is a rule and if you violate this rule these are the consequences i mean like we have the code of conduct but what happens like there's a lot of like suggestions with our ethics and everything like that, whatever you want to call it, our values, our ethics. But when something happens like with Carol, where she was suggested to do such and such, who does she appeal to? Right. Because no, I, and it's not all Matt, but what I'm saying is a lot of the people who work on the community team work for automatic. So whoever's in charge of that, it doesn't matter. The point is there is a culture problem in the make WordPress organization. Which filters out to WordCamps and meetups, and it, it affects all these areas of our lives. So, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but I know that it needs to be discussed without framing the people who are whistleblowers, lack of a better term, a term that's used in the real world, without framing them as crazy, insane, hysterical, overzealous, or whatever negative words have been used to describe these people who are done, just totally done by being constantly shut down. I mean, shit, I, I've had all those words used to describe me this morning. <laughs> that Mary oh, no, I, next week, Steve. <laughs> I feel that way too. And you look at like, I, I was going to uh, tweet uh, Carl Hancock from Gravity Forms put on Twitter this morning, where he's like, I'm being accused of, of personally attacking Yoast in this case. Um, I'm just done. Like I'm sick of it. And, and Carl didn't like, he's the same way I am with the track ticket, trying to be constructive, talking about the code and the actual decisions being made, not talking about the individuals. I don't, I didn't have a problem with George. I had a problem with something Jetpack did, right? Like right. George felt yeah. like I personally attacked him. I'm like, I'm not, I swear. And I, I, think that's, I think that's, I think that's really like, hard. Like all these people. Yeah. But it's such a personalized community that sometimes it's messy. That's what happens when two people or one person is in charge of a thing. And then someone's like, there's a problem with that thing. And they're going to be like, take it personally because it's their thing. That's just how it's going to be. Yeah. It's why I keep pointing back to better governance. Plug and Check that out. I'm not wearing a watch, but I am looking at I just want you to know, you know, it's over here in at least in my part of California. So I want to say thank you guys for hanging out. Really appreciate it. This stuff's hard. This stuff's hard. I, I know this is not going to be the last time we talk about this. This is definitely not going to be the last time we talk about this. But I will tell you, folks, 
the folks that come to the show and they want to know like what's our favorite plugins what's all the cool stuff that's going on all those things those are going to happen but we also have tons of archives of this stuff as well go over to our website at wprcore.com you can find all that stuff that's over there and if you want to be on the show you want to be here and you want to actually talk to us wprcore.com slash subscribe that page on there has a whole bunch of ways of being able to get a hold of us and be able to get uh get get added into that mix of uh what's going on here in uh, wp water coral land talk to y'all later you have a good one